The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Do you want me to wake you up at 3 a.m. and shove a Big Mac in your mouth? That's kind of what you're asking from, of me right now. No. And Paula. Why are you arguing with me over 98 cents of soap in Walmart? Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 124. Hey, you were louder than me. I was doing the quiet ugh. I was doing like a breathy, a breathy ugh today. A breathy ugh. I, you know, I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm so glad you keep track of how many episodes because if someone asked me like, oh, how many episodes have you done? I'd be like, uh. I literally don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, you know why we do that? Because you, I know you have memory loss. So I'm just going to tell you when we first started recording, you're like, no, I, I need to know how many we do. I need to know the numbers. You know, and maybe someday we'll do so many that we'll stop keeping track. But until that time, you you were insistent that you wanted to know what number we were on. So now it's just easy because when I do our little notes, sure. I just put it at the top and that's it. And I think, I think I've messed up a couple of times, but Daryl's like, no, Jamie, this is not episode 89. This is episode 90. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, so he just cuts it out. I got a backup plan. <laughs> yeah, I've got a backup who can remind me if I lose my mind yeah, really, that week. Huh? So we will... You will always know where we are. Always. Well, that's probably true. Although, you know, I think most podcasts list off, like, what number it is, don't they? Yeah, they don't announce it the way we do. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. But who cares? I, you know, it's our way or the highway. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm a little um, thick in the throat today. Me too. Um, okay, so we're recording pretty late in the week because it's been insane for you and me. Yes. You sound more it, your your week sounds a little more chaotic than mine was, but we are leading in. Well, I'm getting ready. My daughter uh, starts school next week, mm-hmm. and then the college daughter starts in a couple of weeks. So we're in back to school mode. Like everybody's like, I need money for clothes and books, right. and you know, Malia's been checking her schedule every. 15 minutes looking to see if they've posted her first high school schedules which is so funny anyway no this week has been um, busy so uh, you know i'm not a staunch politico of any uh, side republican or democrat I'm, I'm i'm conservative to some degree but i'm very liberal with other things but i was for the sake of you know entertainment the gop debates were last night oh i was very interested yes yeah i was those. too because to me honestly it's well, like ufc fight it's the like key the way was yeah it's like the weigh-ins <laughs> to me and you know fox already does the free fight card so um i actually had plans and was unable to watch the show the big the big main event but <laughs> i was able to watch the free fights at five o'clock or well two o'clock i guess our time because we're in california i was able to watch the kids table debates I don't know how many were there. Was it five or four, five or six uh, Republicans who, as far as their popularity is concerned, didn't make the big show with Donald Trump? So there were two sets of debates last yesterday. Right. There was one that started at two, and then there was the big one at five or something, or six o'clock our time. Yeah, I caught the five o'clock one. 
Yes, good, because I, I actually DVR'd it because I thought I'd want to watch it, but now I don't no, think I do. you don't. I've seen enough. I, I've seen the highlights. I don't need to watch two hours of that. But the first debate was really interesting, and I'm just shaking my head going, I don't, I don't know how I could possibly, possibly support any of these people. They're so extreme in their views, and it's practically, you know, some of them were practically racist and or bloodthirsty. There was there's one gentleman, and I I don't know who he represents, but he is a politician. He was the saddest man on the planet, and all he wanted to say, all he kept saying was, "I'm going to be the next Ronald Reagan, and I'm sending all of our troops to Iraq because we're uh, we're not safe unless they're there." He wasn't the doctor, was he? No, no, no. This was in the earlier one he was an old man just his it's lindsey graham and i can't remember i think he's from louisiana but i'm not really sure did he not make it to the big dogs he didn't because that was okay i didn't watch the big dog one i watched the baby one and so the the winner of that debate round was easily carly fiorino or however you pronounce her name she's not going to win because no one's going to be able to pronounce her name I mean, I don't even know. She's not going to win because she's a female Republican. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what she kept saying? She's like, I am not a politician. I am a conservative because she's trying to separate herself from the fact that nobody liked Congress. They stalemated everything for, for eight years. And so she's like, that's not who I am. But she was eloquent. She was the most, quote unquote, presidential. You know, she did hit, you know, she picked on Hillary Clinton, which I think is just bullshit. I don't think that women should pick on women in that round, in that arena. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it's easy. It's an easy thing to do. It's, it's, well, a bra- it's Hillary Clinton's an easy target. She's the only exactly. Democratic candidate right. right now. Well, and she's kicking everyone else's ass. I mean, literally, she hasn't even said a word yet. And the Republicans are always like, are already knowing she's the front runner. So. Although someone, I don't know where it came from there's a picture of her with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and someone says you think she's gonna regret this and I'm like I would have regretted it the moment someone took a snapshot I would have said get those iPhones away from me (laughs) no selfies Kardashian get out of here only walking past them I'm not taking pictures (laughs) with them like it was one of those things like in um in say anything where Lloyd Dobler like ran across when he when uh, the girl that he really liked was in the way he's like okay i'm gonna walk by and quickly take my picture make it look like we're together <laughs> i think exactly. that's what kim and kanye did they're like okay Probably. here she comes ready pose Probably. and now it looks like we're together yeah really. <laughs> we support hillary so anyway i did watch them for a bit it was just clear to me that there's a reason why these people are at the bottom of the barrel as far as popularity goes you know sure. that none of these people are going to win and it's probably for the best. Their thought, their their views are really extreme, and it's yeah. really unfortunate. But I did not get to watch the big debate. But I've seen enough to know that Fox. I don't know who who paid them to do this, but they have literally made it their mission to make Donald Trump as obsolete as possible. <laughs> so well, I mean, you don't have to if you just let him speak on his own i mean Let him be himself. the things that come out of his <laughs> mouth are just appalling i mean it is well you know his thing see here's the thing that sucks for me about donald trump every once in a while he says something coherent that i actually agree with for example he the, said the key word here is coherent i, mean, I know well what i mean is that it's it is he's not speaking he's not saying lies but it's not political it's just 
it's the it's a statement of our social environment. It's right. not really a political thing. But he said, you know, we've we've become too politically correct. I don't have time to be politically correct. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you on that. But I don't think I want a man who calls people women that he doesn't like pigs or in dogs the White House or or anything. hogs or miserable people. And I it mean, doesn't would- matter if it's just Rosie O'Donnell. I know we all don't like her, <laughs> but it's still <laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> Can you imagine a press conference? She's a pig. She's a hog. She's disgusting. <laughs> Vote for me. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the president of the United States, he'd be the first one <laughs> with some sort of female scandal. I had oh. nothing to do with that whore. You know? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, she's a whore. She, I wouldn't even. She's disgusting to me. Look at my wife. There's no. I wouldn't reason even allow her any of my hotels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he would. Yeah, God. it's true, and it would happen. Well, I did watch the big debate, and yes. I didn't watch the whole thing because it's you know just like much many things in life, you need everything in moderation. Yes. <laughs> so two hours seemed after excessive. a good twenty five minutes. I'm like, wow, I'm almost like having a panic attack. So <laughs> you know what? I felt the same way. I had to change it. I was scared. I was, there was, it was, Lindsey Graham was one because he's so insistent upon sending our troops to Iraq again. I'm like, I can't is bear he the, the idea. Is he the curly-haired guy or no? No, that's Rand Paul who is smarmy and an asshole. And he God, hates women he, too. He, he, he does. really he does. He reminds me of like a lizard with a bad hair Like piece. a Brillo pad. Yeah, it's you know just, what? He's I didn't like awful. that guy. I'm like, I'm like, no. you're creepy. Rand Paul <laughs> is an is a dick actually i think he's horrible and you know it was so funny i was watching some of the highlights and they, you know they put chris christie on the end oh. and i'm like well know, that's because he's the closer i mean he's the one that gives yeah. you know the olympic gold medal speech every yes. every answer and and i love it because <laughs> yeah i mean he's just got a way of of doing that you know where it's just like at the end, God bless America. Yeah. Gentlemen, start your engines. You know, like every answer ended that way. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I will never do. Yeah. He's very resolute. But I was watching it going, God, is that really the best suit he could come up with? I mean, the man is a politician and this is the freaking big leagues. Could he not afford a giant Armani suit? I think he's just like the people's people. Like he doesn't want to well, come from across. Jersey. Well, yeah, but he's from New Jersey. They know how to dress of there. Course they, they do. Have... I don't think he wants to come across as you know a certain... like a mobster. Well, I mean, <laughs> like a soprano for God's sake. Well, and... he looks like one. Just I would own it, man. I, everybody loves James Gandolfini. And just see, do this it. is this is the problem with me and these kinds of. Uh, you know, debates, they'll lose me at some point, And then I'll start yeah. thinking like, wow, Ted Cruz has really big ears or whoever the other guy. At, you not know Ted what? Cruz. And Ted Cruz is not very attractive. No. At all. Like there's nothing. It, or maybe it was the other attractive. Carlos Rubio. I'm like, Rubio. I'm like, I'm like his earlobes are massive. He's like Dumbo. <laughs> you know, I know this is where my brain goes. Yeah, you're starting to debate. pick him apart physically. And then I'm watching Chris Christie and I'm like, he looks like he got a spray tan before he. <laughs> he does look darker, and and the other thing I was looking at when they did the side view, and he's a he's a big dude, and he did lose some weight, but he's he gained some did of it lose back. Weight. I thought, I'm and I'm I could be just off in left field here, but mm-hmm. I, I found him a little bit attractive. Oh, like, I've always well, you know why? Because he's got a little swagger. He's and so he's, passionate. He you is. Know? Yes, and I'm sure he's a pumping hog in the yeah. sack, but you know. It's... Oh, as if you think he 
gets up in the air. No, please. That man is laying, is laying on his oh, back. Oh, he's on the back all the he time. He doesn't do any work. Look at him. <laughs> he's just laying there being passionate. That's, he's got a good mouth, but I doubt he uses it anywhere other than in front of a microphone. That is probably true. He does not look like a very active, motivated individual outside of a microphone. Anyway, okay, so I did get to watch a little bit of that, but the reason that I didn't get to watch the main event, and I'm so glad you watched some of it, because I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more, is that my friend Colleen, who lives in Florida, she comes out with her husband to California twice a year because he works, he travels a lot, and every six months he comes out to, he has clients here. And so she messaged me and um, three other women that I was cheerleaders with in high school, and she's like, I would love love to see you guys. Maybe we can do a lunch or something like that. And I'm looking at my schedule going, I don't know how I'm going to fit this in, but right. I really want to see these people. And you know, it's so funny with people, you know, we met when when we were 14 years old, but so everyone, you know, you have friends from high school that you're still friends with. And it's oh, strange I have friends because, from elementary school. Yeah. yeah, because you don't expect that you would keep having the same commonalities or that your personalities would change or anything like that. But there's a small handful of girls that I met in high school that I just simply adore. And mm -hmm. these were the, some of these girls. Right. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, I can make it totally great. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to have dinner Thursday night. And I said, okay, you guys, I have like three things going on. But if I can work it, I'm going to go and at least say hello, have a glass of wine and say hi. Because, I, you know, Colleen lives so far away and yeah. I really want to see her. So, of course, now I told you last week how I was so not nervous about meeting Adam Carolla or any of these celebrities, celebrities do not make me nervous. Like the idea of meeting them doesn't intimidate me whatsoever because they're just people. I was terrified <laughs> to go to this dinner. I was terrified. And you know what it is? It's my effing vanity. I'm like, okay, the last time these girls saw me, I was a kid. You know, a kid's body, kid's hair, you know, we were youthful. You know, yes, we see each other on Facebook, but let's be honest, we all dog. Everybody our does this the up close face selfie yes, so you can't for see your body. A reason. Yes. For a reason. And so now I will say I have this issue, and I don't know if you have this issue, but whenever I know I'm gonna be seeing someone that I might be a little nervous to see. I want to pick an outfit that's flattering and, you know, I know we're going to do photos. I know it's going to happen. So I subconsciously do the opposite. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do it. I wore a flowy shirt. Okay. In white. A white flowy shirt. Now, I do not... How do I can say... How do I say this without sounding ridiculous? I've never been... I've never been a size two, but... Because of events that are coming up, my body's looking better. You know, yeah. it looks really good. I work out all the time. I eat clean, you know, all this other stuff. So I go and immediately like, we have to take pictures. So I show up and they're all there because I'm running a little late because I had to do some things before I got there. They all are beautiful women. I mean, aging so well. It's just Aww. ridiculous. Are they like so, pencils? No, everybody's okay. normal, normal bodies. Well, Karen, who has always been a stick since our junior year in high school, looks the same. Her body, she's just amazingly fit. Does she have children? She has one son who's 16, so it's been quite some well, time that's since she's the, been that's pregnant. why, yeah. Well, that, and she is a yoga freak. She oh. does yoga all the time, so she's very fit. But she's always been that way. And I remember one time I was looking at her Facebook page, and she can still fit into her cheer uniform, and I just laugh. Oh, my God. No. That's <laughs> like... Know. She can still wear it. It's like it. putting on Barbie doll clothes. I mean... Oh, it's... 
Yes. I, I remember I tried that once. <laughs> I could fit into some of it, but not all of it. I can't even fit into the jeans I had, you know, that Four I was wearing ago. six months ago. <laughs> so I walk into the place and there they all are, these three beauties. And we're just like, you know, Colleen and I haven't seen each other in probably 20 plus years and so you oh, know wow. i said i said i you guys i seriously am like nervous i'm scared i'm I'm so excited but i'm nervous and and they're like we are too and i said okay good because i'm so like going back to high school feeling it feels like high school again you know it's so sure. weird but, like you guys mm, should be sitting on senior square eating your lunch <laughs> yeah talking about boys so <laughs> I got to meet Colleen's husband, David. They've been married for 16 years. Debbie, who I absolutely loved in high school. And then Karen, who is hysterically funny. She, she reminds me a lot of Stephanie, actually. She's oh. so funny. <laughs> Not in a bad way. In a good okay. way. <laughs> no, just really super funny. So we start drinking. I, I buy a bottle of wine. And we're eating Chinese food and talking. And it is so funny. We all felt the same way in high school. We all thought we had no friends. It is so weird. We're like, Karen's like, well, I was your friend. I said, yes, but we did not do things together. We were friendly and friends in school, but it's not, you know, we did some things outside of school, but not like, you know, we weren't BFFs or anything. And Debbie's said the same thing. She said, I didn't have any friends in high school. I literally felt like no one liked me. And I said, that is such a lie. We were all so insecure. You don't even realize until you talk to others that you went to school with mm -hmm. that we all had insecurities. Well, I guess Very cheerleaders back then were different than when yeah. I was in school. Because when I was in school, if you were a cheerleader, it was like immediate popularity. Well, and like the, everybody wanted to be your friend. The thing is, is that that may be true. I don't have that feeling, but I know that I have had people maybe friend request me or stop me. I've had people stop me in stores saying, we went to school together. You were the cheerleader. I totally remember you. We had signs together. And I have no idea who they yeah. are. So yes, there is people probably know who you are. But that doesn't change how a person in their brain thinks. You know, right. I felt I was really insecure. I felt like I had no close friends. And, and people will say, that's such a lie. How can you say that? You were a cheerleader. And I'm telling them, I'm, I'm telling you, I did not feel like I had a bond with anybody in high school. But what's funny is I think everybody feels that way unless they were really lucky and had that one BFF that was practically like their sister. Mm -hmm. It's just like that for everyone. So it was really, really interesting to talk to everybody about stuff and how everyone's lives have gone. You know, we've all had our major dramas and it was really cool. And it just made me, I kind of was just looking around going, man, you know, I thought I was so special, but everybody's life is pretty much on track. It's all, everybody has the same shit go down. Mm -hmm. It's really, it was really cool. And then somebody's like, okay, we have to take pictures. So we took all these pictures and they're like, Jamie, what, you look like a drunk hot mess in this. I go, delete it immediately. Oh, yeah, and so, really? So there were, I mean, there must have been 50 photos taken and everybody was like, Okay, you cannot post these to Facebook until you edit them. I want the wrinkles out and make sure it's a, not a body shot. And I mean, there was all of these like requirements. Jeez. And I said, how funny, how vain we are. We're so vain. Everybody, Everybody was like, is, though. and I was thinking, I even said, I said, thank God, you guys. I was worried that you were one of those people. They're like, oh, who cares? And, I, and they're like, no no we care i said okay good because i was so worried that 
people were going to be posting all these horrific photos. I said, why did I wear this flowy top? I look 20 pounds heavier in every photo because of this stupid shirt. Why do I do this to I, myself? Yeah, I don't know why. You know what I do? I think because I am insecure about my body, particularly right now, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put out like decoys to try and distract <laughs> from, you know, what's really going on. Like I'll be like super cleavaged out or something mm-hmm. or I'll wear like, you know, a bright lipstick or, you know, something to detract, you know, big earrings. I don't know. Something that like, you know, oh, look yeah. at this is shiny and pretty. Look at this. Don't look at the fat stomach. And You know, you know where you get that? Our mother. Does she, she do that? Well, yes. When we were growing up, she's like, if you're having a bad hair day, just wear a ton of eye makeup. <laughs> And then they won't even notice. Maybe that's where I get it. Yeah. She always did that. She's the one that even said, she goes, wear jewelry, wear, you know, if you have a zit, wear lots of eye makeup, uh, don't wear a bright lipstick that day, you know, then the red won't show. And she was all about deflecting from the flaw. Yeah, I was super, like, we'll talk about it later, but in Reno, I went all flashy one night. Like, I had the red lipstick, I had all this jewelry on, I had, like, the tall high heels and everything like that. And so it portrayed, like, an image but mm-hmm. if you looked close, you would see, like, you <laughs> know, I had stomach hanging out the bottom of my shirt. <laughs> you know. You're like a full-on Monet. Really great from far away, but close up, a total mess. Right. Well, so what was funny, though, is that, so first, it was great to know that we were all insecure in high school. Second, it was hilarious how vain we all are. Third, we all have huge boobs. And everybody's like... Are your boobs real? We were asking each other, are your boobs real? Are yours real? Because they're all pretty perky. Uh-huh. And my friend Debbie goes, oh, please. She goes, if I didn't have a bra on right now, they would not be perky. Oh. So we're like, okay, so everybody's boobs are real. And Karen said, well, I guess that what, that's what happens when you become a cheerleader. Not only do you get to be a cheerleader, but your boobs just get huge. And I said, they really do. Because she's really tiny and her boobs are huge, too. It's like a very strange phenomenon but it's a good phenomenon yeah so that and then we said okay nobody has each other's phone numbers because we've been communicating through facebook Mm -hmm. so we decided to exchange numbers now i did something stupid i got really vain and purposefully left my glasses at home it's getting to the point where i really can't not have them with me like i need them all the time especially if you were in a darkened restaurant and it was a darkened restaurant to the point, the first the first clue was, I'm sitting there and I said, well, I think I'd like to order a bottle of wine because all the other stuff was kind of crap. And I looked at this wine that I really love and I said, hey, um, I think this bottle is only $60, but I'm not sure. And I turned to Karen and go, Karen, can you tell me how much that price is? And she's <laughs> like, and she brought her glasses. And I was like, oh, thank God she brought them. Debbie turned to me and she goes, I don't bring mine either. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're so ridiculous. Really? So the three of us are sitting there trying to do contact shares with our phones and stuff. Debbie can't figure her. She goes, does anybody know how to do a Samsung? I don't know how this is working. She's shaking her hands. Just stay with Facebook. Stick with what you know. (laughs) Karen's like, what's your phone number? And I'm like, it's 916. She goes, okay, 916-404. I go, no, 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 no. 304. She's like, oh, I thought you said 804. And I said, no. 304. I'm like, we are deaf. We are blind. We can't deal with technology. And I said, you guys, we are so damn elderly. It's sad. It is so sad. We can't see. We can't hear. Nothing. It's awful. And all we talk about is death. You guys, we're our parents. It's true. Seriously. So funny. But well, when you're happily married and stuff, it's not like you're going to sit there and, you know, (laughs) Talk about your boyfriends or, you know. Well, you know what? I tried to because not my boyfriend, but uh, Colleen, when she was here, she had like this 
hot ass boyfriend. He went to a different school. He was older and he was so sexy. Oh. And her husband's there and she's not he's not like Daryl where I could probably literally discuss dirty Anything, details. Right. And Dave was like, huh. And he didn't look uncomfortable. He was just enjoying the show of these sure. four women. But she she puts her hand up on his ear. She goes, yes, he was a very good looking boyfriend. <laughs> she we just moved <laughs> yeah, on. Right. But it was a really fun reunion. We didn't want it to end. We closed the restaurant down. We drank wine and, you know, just talked and we gossiped and we talked about all the girls who hated us in high school. We came to some revelations that that girl was just an uptight bitch in yeah. general. <laughs> and, much. you know, shockers of like, oh, I didn't know you dated him. Oh, why didn't you marry him? You know, a lot of that. And Sorry. it was really super fun. I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I got over myself and went. Sure. Everybody, all the ladies turned out so well. I'm just so impressed that our group of women that I happen to know in high school have just blossomed into just amazing women. It's just so, such a privilege to know well, them. That's good. No crack yeah. horrors or anything like that. None. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth. Since I've been talking so much, we, we we will discuss my weekend in Napa later, but I would like to hear about Reno. Yes. So we had decided that we would take a little trip with the kids to mm-hmm. Reno slash Lake Tahoe. Cool. It's inexpensive. Well, should have been inexpensive. You know, there was lots of fun things to do. So we were only going to be there overnight. So we left Monday morning because we were going midweek, mostly because of Victor's work schedule. But also we got good deals because, I mean, you know, who's going to stay Monday night in Reno? What we didn't realize, it was the week of hot August nights. Ooh. So we got to see some some cool cars driving around and and the sure. day that we left cuz it started I think on that Wednesday. I believe it starts on Wednesday and goes through Sunday. Yeah, so we left on Tuesday. So they were setting up and there was, you know, lots of I don't even know what they call those things. What do they call those monster trucks? Yeah, monster oh, trucks. Oh, the big the big knobby tire yeah, cars. Yeah, but there mm-hmm. and there was one pulling in and Victor's like, "Oh my god, that's, you know, the thing or whatever i'm like oh (laughs) you know and i didn't really know what it was but you know it was some iconic monster truck okay but anyways monday morning the kids you know are ready to go by like 8 a.m oh god that's like that's ungodly they were ready to pack on friday like they were so excited to go oh they wanted to go on their. they wanted to go i would have said like do you want me to wake you up at 3 a.m. and shove a Big Mac in your mouth? Yeah. That's kind of what you're right. asking for, of me right now. Pretty no. Much. I haven't even had coffee yet. They just were just, leave me alone. Yeah, beyond thrilled and sure. excited to go. So the goal was to leave by 10. We left by noon. <laughs> so, hey, that's not too bad. Hey, it, no, it really wasn't. 
I don't know why I was so tired, but I basically slept all the way up until we got into like the first rest point where there's a lot of uh, pine trees. Mm. <laughs> and so Victor pulled in. He's like, wake up. I'm like, where are we? You know, he's like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you know, we're all going to get out and go to the bathroom and walk oh, around. Yeah. Do you want to get out? I'm like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I was tired. Yeah. So we finally pull into town, you know, get to the hotel. And naturally, Victor and I don't have a dollar bill to say, you know, to our name. And so while, oh, he's, while he's stalling with the valet, I'm running inside trying to break oh, a 20 somewhere. Why can't you just tell him you get him on your way out? We've done that. Because it's douchey. I don't know. Because they're it's just like, douchey. they're like, yeah, sure. You know, we always uh, do, though. But I mean, what if the, it's their last day and then like they have the next two days off or something? I don't know. Yeah, because your, your whole dollar is going to make or break up. I'm just saying I don't want to be that person. All right. And well, you so, could have given them four quarters or something. I don't we know. We can have it. No, I no, you know, know what we did. Know. We borrowed money from the kids. Oh, geez. We, we, we yeah, said, that's not douchey at all. <laughs> so, oh, God. so they're breaking out their little wallets and things like that. And so I immediately went inside, broke the 20, gave him back each their dollar. Sure. So we get to the room and the kids are just like bouncing off the walls because. They're so excited. Well, they can't believe it's an actual hotel room. And right. so they're like, wow, we've never stayed in one like this before. And I just kind of stood there and looked, you know, all apathetic, like, gee, thanks, Sam. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I realize we've mostly stayed at Motel 6, but, well, you know. Well, that's because you're just literally sleeping and getting up and leaving the next day. <laughs> we are, so. Where did you stay? Uh, don't tell me Circus Circus, Paula. I swear no, to no, God. No, 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 no. I, even I couldn't stomach it, Jimmy. No, it was the El Dorado. Okay, that one's nice. Yeah, it was nice. So the kids. Okay, just to cut you off. When I saw the photos that you decided to go to Reno, and I said, why, why would she revisit that scene? It was so bad the well, last time we went. I'll tell you Were you why. trying to erase the memory? No. Oh. We waited until the last minute to book the room. And ah. so we were originally had planned on going to just Lake Tahoe. Oh, God. It's so expensive there. But by the time we went to go book the room, all the cheap, like, you know, $60 rooms were gone. Right. So after the kids kicked off their shoes and we gave them the strict instructions about the minibar not to, <laughs> you know open like, it yeah and, olivia <laughs> and the thing is is the drinks aren't even locked in there they're like motion censored so they, if they even mess with it you're gonna get yeah because chris is like oh look they have water and victor's like don't touch it <laughs> <laughs> so because yeah they're pretty want to get charged three dollars for you know a complimentary water you can get downstairs in the casino a Dasani, right yeah so we decided to go walk around some of the pawn shops because mm -hmm. Ryan, like I said, he likes them. He likes to look at the coins. It was kind of funny because some of the pawn people, like, they're really nice. Like, they'll just sit there and talk to you for, like, you know, 20 minutes about, oh. you know, coins. I don't know, the cost of gold and, you oh, know, wow. I mean, nothing. I, they, I didn't talk to anybody about that. But I did end up giving a business card and told them about our podcast. So Oh, sweet. Oh, that was the other thing. I gave everybody a, a card about the show. Good for you. Good. I'm glad And, well, what was funny is, like, Colleen and David actually listened to the show. Already? Yeah, they, well, yeah, they, they listened before. They're the ones that, well, Colleen, she's the one that turned me on to the executive producer of Bob, Bob's Burgers. She's like, oh, I went to school. I worked with him forever. He's hilarious. He would love your show. And I said, oh, great. So she actually, we're friends on Facebook now. 
uh, which is like my one claim to fame is I know one of the executive producers of Bob's Burgers, which is like one of my favorite shows outside of Family Guy. Anyway, oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm like, oh, I'm like, are they Burgers? local? I'm thinking no, it's no, like no. a oh, restaurant. No, Bob's Burgers is a cartoon. <laughs> a really good cartoon, by the okay, way. Okay. No, now I, I remember you talking about yeah, it. Yeah. So it was funny because Colleen said, oh, you, girls, she has a podcast. And they, they're like, what, you do? And I said, yeah, yeah, I but they, she said, I just want you girls to know that this show uh, means that this evening is completely up for the show. So be prepared oh, about what you say. Okay. Yeah, really? <laughs> Colleen's eyes narrowed. She goes, yes, we've listened to many of your episodes. <laughs> and I said, well, then I don't know why I'm acting like they're secrets. I'll just tell you whatever, because you probably already know about my life. That's funny. Honestly. Anyway, okay, so you gave the pawn shop guy your card. Yes. By that, it was kind of getting late, so we went and got something to eat, and then we went back upstairs, and everyone was pretty tired. And so the next day, we madrash packed, got in the car, drove to this Discovery Museum place, and Mm -hmm. it's cool. I mean, it's like a little science, you know, anatomy how does the earth work kind of place. But the funniest part about it is there's this section called like the anatomy junk box or something. I don't know. It shows, you know, sonograms with fetuses in it. And, um, you know, it's got a puzzle of, you know, put all the organs back together. And so you've got like, you know, intestines and a spleen and all this kind of stuff. But they have this one thing where you put this strap around your forehead And there's like a little ping pong ball. And just using your brain waves, you have to try and push the ping pong ball to your opponent's circle. Did you do it? Oh, Victor and I did it, yes. Yeah, good. So that means you have brain waves. And so we were sitting there. I almost was sweating because I was trying so hard to get her. You're so competitive. We we both are horribly competitive. (laughs) I was just like doing everything. And so. Finally, the ball made it to the circle. Ugh. I I won. Oh, thank God. Well, like there was any other there option. Was no, there was no, no question in my mind. And so then, of course, said that after that, Victor had to emasculate every child. And so, you know, oh. Olivia took a turn. And, and I'm like, well, do you feel better about yourself now? But <laughs> Now that you've beaten a five-year-old? Yeah, really. Who, you know, can barely hold the strap on her forehead. <laughs> Anyways, we decided to get out of there because the kids still wanted to go to the beach in Lake Tahoe. Which is so fun. So we drove from Reno to Tahoe, which was only like an hour. It wasn't that bad. And it's a pretty drive, too. Yeah, we took the Mount Rose Highway. Yeah. We dipped down into Incline Village, and we wound up stopping in Zephyr Cove. Yeah. And they have a nice beach there. It was late. It was like 5. But, uh, um, but I mean, well, it was is, still sunny. This is what I was going to tell you. What? Remember I told you that I had this observation about you that I found interesting. It wasn't until you started talking on Facebook about this trip you were taking to Reno. Now, I know that your children started school on Thursday. Yes. And you went and took this trip on Monday or Tuesday? Yes. Okay. So you did the same thing with the beach trip the the last time you went to the beach. You, your intentions are always good. Right. You plan where this is the timeline, but there's no room for any kind of error 
like none because you wait till the last damn minute to do these adventures. And I'm watching this going, we're too tired, we're staying. And I'm like, it's Wednesday. They have school on Thursday. Why does she do this to herself? She, you're like, you purposely make things so crazy for yourself. I know. She always does this. It's like, well, I know you have school at 7.30 tomorrow, but we're going to stay Well, and whoop it up. The only thing I can think it is is because Victor is a state employee and he gets paid once a month. And mm-hmm. it's always on the 1st. So a lot of our activities are dictated on when he gets paid. Right. That's why we had to do the trip when we did. Mm Mm-hmm. So we had told them that we would take them to the arcade at Harrah's. And so we went to the arcade at Harrah's. And we were there for like three hours. (gasps) Playing video games? Yeah. The kids had – they kept winning tickets. And then you can turn your tickets – in for, for more, more tokens. for more tokens it's like gambling so they kept doing it <laughs> and so by like 8 30 i looked at victor and i'm like you know what i'm like i'm really tired i don't want to drive home i'm like how and i had already had kayak up i'm like we can get a room here for a hundred dollars oh, you were already like because i'm just like i don't even want to deal with it and olivia was just like mom i'm tired yeah all of a sudden she's lost the will to live she's yeah like, pretty much she's yeah like a little noodle she does she looks like a wet leaf and so <laughs> victor's just like well he's like let me just go ask so he came back he's like well i can get us a room with a military discount for like 140 dollars i'm like <gasps> just do it on a Wednesday night? That's obscene. Well, that seems awfully high. Because hot August nights. Then that is a cheap rate considering. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Because everyone's checking in on Wednesdays. Yeah. He just couldn't he just couldn't power himself through and drive yourself drive yourselves home. I couldn't bear to do another thing at that moment. Uh, and so I've been there. I woke up the next morning. Like, let's I go. I look at my clock. It was five minutes to 11. You guys slept and that And everyone late. was still sleeping, even oh, Olivia. No. Oh, my God. And so I... You guys, we have to go. So we got a checkout till 1 o'clock. So we literally left at 12.55. Yeah. And we just drove straight home. Oh, good. But everyone was just flat exhausted. And so, yeah, it was the night before school. Oh, dear. The kids are just... They've... They've only been off track like maybe six weeks. Not very long. Yeah, because it's a year-round thing. But we've developed some very bad habits as far as bedtime is concerned. I asked you about that (laughs) last week or something. You're like, oh, they go to bed at 10. I'm like, 10 o'clock? Don't they need to start like getting back into the routine? And you're like, eh, in a week. Well, get this. So (laughs) we pull into town and we're home for a half an hour, and then we have to run straight out to get Olivia's glasses because I had gotten a text saying that they were ready. Yes. So, you know, and that takes a few minutes. And oh, yeah. not only that, it was back to school night, and the children were insistent that we go to back to school night. You have to go when they're in elementary school. So I'm getting these glasses. You know, we're racing to back to school night. I'm walking into a classroom that's, you know, of course, blazing hot because they do not turn the air conditioning they on. They refuse to air condition anyone. Effing back to school night. I don't get it. I don't either. You know, so I'm sitting there in a child's chair listening to the teacher about, <laughs> you know. But whatever. And I have a dress on, so I'm trying not to, you know, go full Britney in front of everyone. You're literally sweating in places you didn't think you could sweat. <sighs> God, it's, it's so it's effing awful. hot in there. And I so, hate this well, now. and then you know what I do? I always look at all the moms around the room and I'm like, why don't I look as good as they do? Like Because you just didn't drive back from the mountains. No, I mean to... like my body. I always just oh. like, I'm like, I wonder if they exercise or what it is or do they just <laughs> eat like 
vegan Nothing. or you know you know what it, well like last night i was i was i did a quick scan and really with the exception of my stupid flowy circus tent top that i insisted on wearing <laughs> to hide whatever i think is a flawed which is not by the way i mean yeah. the one good thing about getting older is that i have really great tits they are not saggy. Yeah, no, they're, they're good. good. Yeah. I have a tiny waist. Why do I hide it all the time? Because I have body image issues. You're Period. lucky I have a tiny waist. I've literally always been told that I was fat. So even if I'm not classically thin, I just have issues with it. So I'm with you. I look at I looked at my girlfriends last night. I'm like, these these women are so beautiful. What is what is wrong with me? Like, why don't I look like that? We're all the same age for Christ's sake. And then my friend Debbie, oh, she's going to be so mad if she hears this. She'll be like, I'm like, your skin is so beautiful. And she leans over, she goes, Botox. And I'm like, I Shut up. No I'm way. Like, yeah. And I go, really? She goes, are you kidding? Look at my face. And I'm like, it's beautiful. She goes, I know, right? I oh am my God, so ready to do it. That is it. I'm doing. Well, I don't have any wrinkles right now, but I'm sure that if we went, yeah. they would be like, oh, yeah, we can fix you. No, right I up. have the forehead like yeah. uh, between I the have a trench. Wrinkles. I have a line on my forehead that I'm very self-conscious about and I want to eliminate it. But I'm also, you know, ever since I know because I'm such a dork. Um, I follow on Instagram. If someone ever got my phone and they looked at my Instagram, they'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? All I <laughs> do, do follow? is follow makeup artists. Oh, jewelers, you know, like Aww, people who yeah. do like jewelry. Yes. And then um, WWE people. <laughs> so, you know what my Instagram is? My Instagram is chefs, local chefs, Northern California well, you chefs. You know, I do follow, lo- uh, not local chefs, just chefs. That um, a lot of fashion designers like... Um, Christian Siriano and Zach Posen posts regularly. So I, I follow, I follow Zach Posen as well. Uh, Rachel Zoe. I just like fashion yeah. because I can't wear it. I just love looking at it. Yeah. And then I follow a lot of tattoo artists. And you know, it's funny. I was telling Daryl, I said, what's weird is I love tattoo artists. I love tattoo work. I don't want one. I want to do one. Like I want to be a tattoo. I mean, I, I literally don't want to go and be a tattoo artist, but it's art. And I just love the art of it. Really mm-hmm. good people who are like incredible. I want to do that. I don't yeah. want to get one. I want to do it. And so that's weird. Th- that, that's my Instagram to be like, who is this uh, wannabe? You know what? It's social media. And it's interesting to hear others talk about you. Okay. Like yeah. the way you portray yourself. And Colleen goes, Jamie, I just want to thank you on behalf of all of us. Thank you for letting us know when someone famous dies. You are always the first person that I find my information from. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. Stephanie and I have wondered the same thing for years. I don't know. I'm just like, she must get like an instant message or a something breaking news a breaking news tweet or something that lets her know, (laughs) let us know when the most obsolete celebrity dies. And then my friend Debbie, she said, oh, Jamie, she goes, you're one of my most favorite Facebook people. You're so hilarious. And I said, really? That's what my friends say. Talking about stroking my ego. (laughs) Thank you. I know. My one friend, Kristen, she says, I'll just scroll through your feed on my lunchtime and just like laugh out loud, (laughs) you know, all the time. I said, tell your friends, tell them to listen to our show if you love my Facebook feed. No, it's not so funny. So, So we get through back to school night, get home. The next morning, I wake up. I had set my alarm, but I don't know what happened. I'm guessing just pure exhaustion from the week. You deafened it out. Yeah, I tapped I tapped out. And so <laughs> <clears throat> I look at the clock, and it says 730. And <gasps> so school starts at 805. 
so I go into Ryan's room and and he's he's like a zombie and I said son I'm like it's it's 7 30 I'm like you need to get up and get ready for school I said you're probably gonna be late though and he's like okay and I said do you want to get up and get ready and just be a little bit late or do you want to you know sleep a little more and then just be you know a lot late and he's like I'll, I'll be a lot late <laughs> oh my god Paula you can't give them the options it's school they so have to go I walked past Olivia's room and she's still you know sawing logs and so I went back to bed and Paula it's not the end of the world well, you're and not so- gonna get the mother of the year award this year that's for sure PTA is not going to be seeking you out for any positions. Well, good because I never click the volunteer <laughs> form on their stuff. I just I throw give mine them, away. I give mine my my eight bucks and tell them to leave me alone. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, that's all you want. You don't want me to. You just want my money. Sit at any booth. Or like, any trust me, t-shirts. you don't want me volunteering. <laughs> no, they don't. It's like, especially with especially with my tardy record, you don't want me manning anything that starts at anything sharp. Trust and, me. And you most certainly don't want me to be the executive of my own event. What was great last night as well, now that I'm thinking about it, my friend, she turns to me and she goes, you know, I work with the public. That's her job. She goes, I hate people so much. I go, oh, my God, I hate people, too. I love you. I love the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, so really quick, I want to tell you, last weekend was our 18-year anniversary being married. And so we decided that we were going to Daryl. Okay. Daryl is the one that is really into celebrating things. Right. You know me. He's the romantic. Yeah. Although he claims I am, but that's not, I'm like, look, just because I'm thoughtful and I love you doesn't mean that I'm romantic. You know, it's, there's a difference. You get googly eyed, you want wind blowing in my hair and you want to be standing on a mountain. He even said that he goes, I want to be on a mountain and our children will be in a family band. I mean, that's, you know, that's who he is and that's fine. I accept him for that. That's, Someone's got to do it. It isn't going to be me. Sure. I was telling somebody last week, I said, well, we're going to uh, Napa uh, for our anniversary for overnight. And I said, because, you know, Daryl wants to celebrate our anniversary. God, <laughs> like, God forbid. God forbid we celebrate our love. So we went to Napa. Now we decided to stay at the Hotel Napa River Inn. It's in downtown Napa. Mm-hmm. It's really, really nice. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Yeah, he actually has a family member who is in management there. And so she um, hooked us up completely. I mean, we didn't, we had to pay for everything. But I mean, she made sure, you know, the room that I had, because I, (laughs) Daryl's like, I want you to pick up the room so that there's no issue. There's no complaining. And I said, okay. So I picked up the one I wanted. And I said, this is the one. If it's available, I'd love to have this room. He said, no problem. It was available. We got the room, literally the room number I wanted. So we check in and, you know, they're like, hello, Mr. Minor, you know, can we take your bags, all that stuff. So we get to our room. Now, I have my sunglasses on and it's a little dark. Now, I will tell you later why it's such a big deal, but I really can't see very well, (laughs) even at all. And so we're walking down the hallway and Daryl's walking and there's a gentleman standing in front of this door with what looks like I thought, like he was cleaning a room, like he was holding stuff. And he goes... 
good afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. Miner. I was just getting ready to put this in your room and, I, and I'm like blinking my eyes going, what is it? It is a bottle of very expensive champagne Ooh. and chocolate dipped strawberries. Wow. And he's got like the full like waiter thing with the towel and he walks in with his beautiful tray and he goes, shall I sit this down? And he, I walk in and the room is beautiful. He said, shall I pour you a glass of champagne? I'm like, uh, yes. Wow. And everything was so perfect i just was like shocked because that you know how me i'm walking in going this looks like a prison it smells in here you know it's never satisfactory so he pours this champagne and we we sit on this beautiful balcony looking at the river and then you know we have this beautiful bedroom it was amazing you know what maybe that's the trick i mean what if they did all of those things like you know offered the champagne the strawberries and everything like that as you're entering the hotel room, yeah, maybe it would seem all that much like greater. Maybe, but I mean, I, I wonder if he could pull that off and do it at like a Motel Six and like no, oh, welcome, and you're like, oh, look at this, everything's great, it's wonderful. You know, I've got <laughs> champagne and you know chocolate strawberries, and I don't know, well, an ice bucket. I'm not sure. <laughs> so we finished the bottle. We went for a walk. And we we're, you know, wandering around. We stopped and had a, a glass of wine at this little place, which was really cute. So we get back because we have dinner at Morimoto, the sushi place, at like 8, thir- eight, o- eight or 8.30 oh. that evening. That was going to be our big dinner. And so we go up to the room and immediately fall asleep. <laughs> we crash. For but like we the get night there, or no? No, no, no. Just we fell asleep, though, because we were so tired, apparently, from driving and walking around and drinking a lot of champagne and wine. Oh, yeah. And so we walk into the hotel room before we fell asleep, walk in, and there's there's turndown service. There was cups with chamomile tea and chocolates and all of that sitting on our bed. They had turned the bed down for us. And they're like, if there's anything you need in the morning, let us know. Breakfast in bed menu, just place this on their, your door and we'll deliver it to you whenever you want. God. And I'm thinking, this is my kind of place. <laughs> I would never leave. I begged to stay. I said, do you think Daryl's like, I'll call in sick and we'll just stay one more day. And I said, we can't do that. We can't do that. It'll be Tuesday and our children, Malia will be literally alone for two whole days. We can't do it. We can't do it. We just can't do it. Malia needs supervision. She needs parents. Right. So we let that dream die. But we did late checkout. And the next, you know, the next day we did late checkout. And I was laying on the bed going, I really don't want to leave here. I just, this is the first time I've ever wanted to actually stay in a hotel. It was so lovely. I, I can't wait to go back. I cannot wait. So it was it was a wonderful weekend. Morimoto was really fun. And then we came home and it was and nobody threw up. Nobody drank too much. That's always a plus. Yes. And, you know, last year's anniversary was kind of a bust. And so Daryl was really nervous about messing it up. It wasn't a bust. It's just you're hard to please. He. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, it was wonderful. It turned out great. And my anniversary gift was is not jewelry (laughs) or electronic. Oh, I'm just like, what electronic did you get? Yeah, well, I was almost certain I was getting a camera or something because we've been talking about this one camera for a while. But no, it wasn't. He doesn't do that anymore. He's decided that that is not a good road to go. Would you get a piece of crystal or something? No, he got us a pair of tickets to see a Raider game this fall. Hey, that's not bad. It's really cool because he knows me so well. It's not just a pair of tickets. It's a pair of good tickets, low, 50-yard line. But before the game, we actually get to go onto the field. 
Wow. So we get to wander around in the field in Oakland. Yes. Because, you know, we're Raider fans. Well, he knows you can't be expected to just have the common experience like, you know, the other... 50,000 people in the audience. Yeah, the other yeah, the other 62,000 people that are attending, that is not what I want. And so I so of course he tells me this. And I go, that's that's so awesome. He goes, "Yeah." And I said, "But we're not in the black hole, right?" He goes, "No." And I said, "Well, was the suite available?" And so of course now I'm picking at it. He goes, "Well, <laughs> the suite could be possible, but I thought, you know, you're more about being low and near the field." And I said, "Absolutely. You are correct. Thank you. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun." So. so you were only partially ungrateful. I was only a little ungrateful, like 2%, but That's I got over good. it. That's good. Yes. So anyway, that was our that was our weekend in Napa. It was super fun and met all of my expectations. And it even had a normal bathroom door, which I just was so excited about. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Prior to us going to Tahoe, I forgot to mention, was we had to do some back-to-school shopping. Oh, right. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Please, please go. We were shopping because Olivia desperately needed new tennis shoes. Oh, okay. So anyways, we wound up going to Famous Footwear. We wound up getting each of them their shoes. So then we had to go over to Walmart. And I don't know why we decided to go to Walmart afterwards. But, you know, Victor was already irritated by just the whole shopping thing i don't know why i don't know like i said i don't know why you do this to yourself (laughs) i don't know why and so it's like if i need another reason to be mad at you let's go to walmart but i was equally as irritated of course you were because i was irritated and i wasn't even there because i'm tired i just want to get our shit i want to get home it's been nonstop for a week yeah and so I'm like, oh, we need hand soap. And so I go over to the aisle. I get like the the little soft soap that's like 98 cents, you know, the mm-hmm. pump soap. And I put it in there. And he says, well, we have bar soap at home. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, but I don't like bar soap to wash my hands. I, I like right, the pump right. soap. And he's just like, well, it's just such a waste of musty money because the pump soap only lasts two weeks. Is this the hill you want to die on, dude? Really? And I'm just like. It lasts longer than two weeks, and and I said I, I just I I just don't want to deal with it. Right. And he says, "Well, we have the one at home. Why don't we just buy the big jug and refill the other thing?" And then I, <laughs> then I just lose it, and I'm like, "Why are you arguing with me over ninety eight cents of soap in Walmart?" You know? <laughs> yeah, God, is this what my life has become? And and I'm just like, seriously, I'm like, I am capable of knowing the needs of the household, and I know that we need hand soap. And I'm spending 98 cents. I, I really? don't appreciate you, you know, jumping down my throat with every other solution for the sake of saving 98 cents, you know. And then I picked yeah. up something that he had bought, like some $7 battery charger thing. And I'm like, did I question you on this? <laughs> <laughs> so I, 
Shall we go through the list of things in this basket? Needless to say, the children are standing there dry mouth, and the couple in the toothpaste aisle is kind of staring at us. <laughs> well, they want to hear how it's going to end. And <laughs> they so, want to know, is she getting the soap or not? And then I get the, excuse you? And I'm like, don't start with me. And I just, you know what? I, I was, Did I tell you this last week when I said, I, I thought, I swore to God I did. When men specifically, and I don't mean just Victor, I mean men specifically, I've had a man say he can, there's a lot of things a man can say to me that won't make me like jump out of my skin. <laughs> but when a man and especially when I haven't completely lost it yet, but when a man goes, you need to relax. <laughs> I want to punch someone in the fucking mouth. Daryl does. Oh, Daryl has done it to me. And I go, you have no idea how close to death you are right now. I'm telling <laughs> right. you because you are the father of my children. Shut up. And I will give you only that much respect. And I said, and I suggest that you remove yourself from my from my arm length. I may have weak arms, but I know how to use them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I will kill you. I don't know why. Don't tell me to relax because all that does is make me insanely angry. Oh, and you think he doesn't know that. Of course well, he knows sometimes, it. Sometimes guys just say that thinking like it's be- it's their way of telling you to shut up. Relax. Yeah. No, that's, that's what to Victor me does is, to me is when he's like, excuse you? Like, he, I would be like, like he's so appalled at what I just said to like, him. <laughs> you have no idea what's coming, buddy. I Shut think I just up. turned around and walked away or something like that. Oh, my that. God. But, um, you know what? You saved him. <laughs> he was able to go to work that evening. But I was just like, why? Of all the th- and and the fight continued into the evening because I... Well, now you're going to stand your ground. We were trying to, you know trying to make up in some fashion and by like you know i'm sorry lost in the store you know blah 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 right, and right. i'm like it was just you know when you said this this and this and he's like well i was just trying to make this point blah blah, blah. and you know so we both start pleading our sides again and then oh. it starts escalating because again, because, because no listening it's a stalemate Na- neither one of us are giving up <laughs> and no one wants to agree to disagree and right so then we start fighting again about the soap (laughs) you know what sometimes the soap is a symbol i that's all all i could think of because i'm just like what is it about the damn soap and it's a symbol of of many many arguments and in one little bottle and so it gets worse though like during the week i'm like i don't want to talk about the soap i said but have you noticed i said have you noticed that it has a little curve in it so that way when you pull the handle to turn the water on it like doesn't knock over. I'm like, I'm just saying, thread, Paula. it's just, it's you just want to pick that scab. <laughs> and you know why? Because you are a campus. <laughs> That's why. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> he's just, oh. He doesn't care about, like, I don't know, like the, the soap sitting on the bathroom seat. It's like a little symbol of, you know, I don't oh, know Oh man. What. And you know, Paula, you, you know what I would do? Actually, I would, I would one up it. I would go to the store and buy like 10 of them <laughs> and put them under the sink. And not get the refill, but just Never. get all the soaps. I would rather die a death <laughs> than buy that refill bottle. It will never happen. But I mean, have you ever had a fight start over something so ridiculous? Uh, shall I remind you about the chalkboard? <laughs> That's right. The chalkboard incident? Yeah, and that was a bad still, one. You were crying. You know, we. I was so mad. I was, I was, I was angry crying. It is just sometimes... All of your fights and power struggles end up in a tiny bottle of soap or on <laughs> a, a really shitty put together chalkboard frame. God. It just, it's all the same. It's, it's all the ridiculous. same. It's true. Yes. I don't know why, but every couple has it. And you will argue about that bottle of soap for years. 
It's just the dumbest thing ever. Let's go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week because I want to tell you about something that happened this week to me later. So I'm not really sure when or why this started. I'm guessing it's a medication thing, but I would say in the last six months, I've been talking in my sleep. Oh. And I've never done it before because, I, you know, Victor and I have been together almost 11 years now. And I said, have you ever known me to talk in your sl- my sleep? He says, never. He says, just like this last six months. He's mm. there's something, you know. Sure. And so one time, I guess, I don't know why he just chose to do this. Maybe it's because I my disbelief that I was talking in my sleep or whatever. But he mm-hmm. took his camera and he decided to film me talking <gasps> in my sleep Paula <laughs> and so I was he was actually having a conversation with me because oh. I was telling him you know what I was saying in my sleep yes but what's funny is is you make really weird faces when you Paula, I'm were you can I were you angry um at first I was just like that is creepy why are you doing yeah. that But he says, he's all, because you never believe me when I tell you that you talk in your sleep. He says, But did he have to film you? Oh, I don't know. He probably just did it to be whatever that spiteful. But um, you guys are such a happy couple. I know, right? Just like you. Yeah. So, well, the worst part is, is he's filming me. And at one point, you know, I was just quiet. And all of a sudden I go. They try to make me go to rehab, but I said, (gasps) no, no, no. (laughs) What? (laughs) So this is like a a subconscious, this is like a, um, you're like unconsciously being ugly. So I was saying, and Victor starts laughing, of course, because he's filming all of this. And it's just... I don't know why I did that. Well, you're unconscious. You don't know why you're doing it. Of course you don't know why you're but doing it. But I mean, it. of all the songs, I'm just like... I know. That is weird. And it's perfectly audible. And it was shortly after that I opened my eyes. Then I look at him and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, Because <laughs> I see... Did you delete the film? He, I think he kept it, but... Oh, okay. Listen, I just want you to know that when you guys border up your apartment and actively go through the, through the apartment trying to kill each other to death, <laughs> like literally, yeah. make sure your will is in place and you're good with your God, because <laughs> that's going to happen. I have never heard two people more hateful to each other who are tilt together than you and Victor. Seriously! Have you not met Jerry and Stephanie? <laughs> I don't think Jerry is brave enough to even think about filming Stephanie sleeping. I mean, I that is taking it to the next level. You think Daryl wouldn't do it if you were talking never. in your sleep? Oh my god, Paula, never. Never. We I would kick him out. I would literally <laughs> remove him from this house. And he knows it. He knows it. That was completely vindictive. All right. What's your ugly conversation? <laughs> well, it's certainly nothing of that level. <laughs> I was coherent when I was conscious when I did mine. You make it sound like I was date raped or something. (laughs) Jeez. No, no. So 
we are members of some wine clubs and every three or four months a delivery comes and it used to be really great because they would come at like eight in the morning and I always knew what day it was because we'd get the the notification and I would just be streaking my coffee sitting on the couch waiting for the door ring and it, it was this really nice Russian guy and I'd sign and that'd be the end of it and I'd be like thank god I can move on with my day well for whatever reason the last couple of times that we've been getting these deliveries they have no there's no rhyme or reason to when the deliveries come. And so I still wait around for like an hour in the morning thinking, well, they're going to come this morning and they never do. So many times I have been getting out of the shower of course, or, you know, I'm in the middle of something. I'm in the bathroom peeing or something. And all of a sudden I hear the doorbell ring and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And the problem is because it's wine, nobody else can sign for it unless they're over 21. Oh, right. So Kenzie can answer the door, but she can't sign for it. And they they know she's not 21. So they're like, where's your mom? You know, so I have to run down as many times I've run downstairs with wet hair, you know, clothing sticking to my skin (laughs) because I was like in the shower. Oh my, so sorry, nice Russian man. Exactly. And so the problem is if they leave, God only knows when they'll be back. You know, it could be any time, you know, so it's like UPS. You just never know when they'll return. And, you know, God forbid I'm at the store or something when they come back again. And then ultimately it gets sent back to the winery and I've got to go get it. So it's a pain in the ass, but whatever. So the other day I was upstairs in my bedroom. It was delivery day. Luckily, I had nowhere to go. I I was showered. I had worked out. I was clothed. I even had makeup on. I'm like, okay, great. So they'll come whenever they want. Doorbell rings. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. It's a new person. He's like Swedish or something. So I'm walking down the stairs and I see him. Now, you, you've you seen Frozen, right? Like yep, a million times. Course, yes. You know the guy, whoo-hoo, family. That guy, Ooh. the guy that owns the little lodge. Oh, yeah. That is what he looks like. Okay. He looks like that guy. And so I'm walking down the stairs and he is standing by the window so he can see the stairway and he can see me walking down. So he looks up and he sees me walking down and I kind of do this like, hi, and immediately slip. (laughs) And I slip and and it's like I hit a banana peel. And what was worse is I tried to grab something. So I grabbed the wall where there's literally nothing. And he's just like, he looks up, he sees it. He quickly looks down and he starts like looking at this blank piece of paper. pebbles or something. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I'm thinking I'm going to gracefully walk down the, oh, and I was wearing a dress. So I'm gracefully going to walk down the stairs. I'm like, oh, and I slip and I grab the wall to make it even more dramatic. Well, were you not holding on to the banister? I was not. What were you thinking? I don't know that it's my home and I know it well. So I get to the door and I open him like, hello. He goes, hello. (laughs) I was like, oh, God, he's Swedish. So he's trying very hard not to smile. (laughs) He's trying very hard. So I said, he goes, I could never be a delivery driver. I'd be hysterical. I'd be like, oh, my God, that looks so bad. Are you all right? Oh, God, it was awful. It was so awful. I said, you know, and what was funny is in my mind, I go, you know, I told Paula I'd try harder. (laughs) So here I am, embarrassing myself in a dress on my my own stairs, slipping like a fool. And I have slipped on those stairs many times, which is why I always grab the banister now, thinking I don't care how good I think I am. I have to hold on to the banister. But this one time, I was so glad that I was actually prepared for the delivery that I forgot who Just I was for a moment cool and for slipped school. immediately. 
Wow. Well, I mean, what was he doing looking in the window anyway? I don't know. It Normally they come on, they, they mostly, they usually look on the other side, but I think it's just, he was standing in like, oh, I know why. It was raining. It We had a really weird rain in the middle of this, like this hot weather. Okay. And I said, oh, is it raining? He goes, uh-huh. Bye. And he walks off. I'm like, God, oh, look at that. It really is. And so he was staying out of the rain on the one side. And so... Yeah, I'm just saying if you had curtains on either one of those windows, <laughs> it would have been he only would have heard the thud. He wouldn't have actually seen. He wouldn't have known. anything. I know. It's God, so true. that's funny. Well, I think you win this week. Oh, really? Oh, OK. <laughs> I wasn't sure because yours is pretty dramatic. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to honor my sadistic life. So <laughs> but. all right. Well, we better wrap it up. Yeah. OK. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our newer listeners. Um, I was actually checking demographics the other day, and yeah. we have people from all over the nation. So that's awesome, um, and a few worldwide. So that's very cool news for us. Very cool. So thank you for joining us every week. Be sure to check out our website for our Amazon and our Avon link if you want to do some shopping. And you can download us through iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and many other platforms. Um, If you have questions, just go to our website, uglytruth.com. We will see you next week. Have a fab, fab time. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out uglytruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.